Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of The Cinema Draft Game, back at you with episode 32, one I think you're really going to enjoy. These brothers and I go way back, way back. We have our first time potter, long time non-listener, it is my boy, I've known him, good lord, for like two-thirds of my life, architect extraordinaire, Lance Collins. What's going on, Lance? Oh, I'm doing pretty good tonight. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Always a fun time on the Cinema Draft podcast. Uh, and also another guy I've known this this guy, this the bane of my video game existence. We go back to freshman year of Morehouse College. It is the house. <laughs> it is the principal of Temple Hills. It is Lawton Gray. What's going on, Law? What's going on, Easy? Thanks for having me out, man. Yes, and also a longtime player too. You've been, you've been, you know, slowly ascending up the ranks. I mean, this this week was tough for all of us, but you've been, you've been, you've been making a little some caches here and there. Yeah, I was, I was on the dead bottom this week, but last week I was sixth. Yeah, whoa, yeah, you heard it here first. He's coming for the top spot. Watch your back, ring balls. Michael Volante at all. All right, the drinking game tonight will be the word. Yes, those are our pl- names of our players. <laughs> ring balls. And I, yeah, we we gotta get you up with the count, L Dub. We gotta see what your name's gonna be. Uh, yeah. The drinking game tonight will be the word dad because with with these boys in the house, these fathers extraordinaires, it's definitely the dad pod tonight. And I do apologize for those like five of you guys who actually watch the video. I am a faceless wonder tonight. We've had technical difficulties. My camera decided not to work. Excellent. So I will be remedying that between now and the next podcast. But tonight you get the use of a lovely Simodraft avatar in all of its glory. No sound effects either. <sighs> Sadly, no as of April 25th, Google killed the sound effects. I, I, I kind of need to go find a new application or something. I miss my claps. I miss my, my uh, little sad trombones, all that good stuff. So we will <laughs> – this is like, this is like the, the Knicks, that Knicks game where they, where they played with no sound. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to push through, Dan. We're going to push through. All right, so it's the first segment – yeah, you know, yeah, we'll clap it up for ourselves. First segment is what I'm watching. And I don't know, obviously you guys don't see as many movies as I do because I am single with no kids, but I did see Gifted this weekend. It was excellent. I wanted to know if any, either of y'all have seen Gifted. Uh, I have not seen it yet. As you mentioned, uh, don't get a chance to get to the movies as much as I would uh, like to these days, unless it shows up on Netflix or Amazon or HBO. It's, uh, that's the limit of my viewing experiences. <laughs> no, I hear that. What about I'm you? I don't know how much. So uh, the last movie I think we saw, let's see, Beauty and the Beast, which was oh, amazing. Okay. Hey, you took the kids to see that, right? Exactly. Because you're, <laughs> you're a dad. Drink, drink. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I loved Gifted. It was an almost perfect movie. And actually, yeah, I think this might be of interest to you, Law. It uh, deals a lot with kind of like the – the internal pressures of the education system, like when you find like that one really gifted kid, like the the impetus to just basically, you know, uh, maximize their intellect but destroy their social. It's it's really interesting, and I enjoyed it. It's almost a perfect movie. The only quibble I have with it, because of course 
I, I mean, I, I went to a black college when I did. I took what was it, um, images or something, uh, ethnic notions, whatever. Anyways, Octavia Spencer, you know, uh, actually, I think Academy Award winning or Academy nominated Octavia Spencer. She plays like the the, the neighbor two doors down. I mean, she's great in the role. It's a great role, but I mean, for the most part, we don't know what she's about. She's the magical Negro. She is Will Smith <laughs> to Bagger Vance in this movie, and I just don't know anything about her. I'm like one scene. One scene where we found a little bit about her life, but you know that's how it goes. Sometimes we're just magical. What can I say? I, what what <laughs> other movie was she in recently? She was just in another movie that was like Hidden uh, Figures. <coughs> no, not Hidden Figures, a different one. Uh, oh, like a, oh, the the Shack, the one where she plays yeah. God. <laughs> yes. There you go. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw the previews for that one. Yeah, I I kind of passed one by too. Didn't do really really well in the game either, well but. Yeah, <laughs> but otherwise it's a great movie. Mom loved it. I loved it. Everyone who's seen it loved it. So I recommend it. Uh, here's another one. This one is on Netflix. Let me know if y'all have seen this one. The next thing I've been watching has been Dear Black People. Have y'all seen a caught any of that? I just heard about it actually today. I didn't even know that it was out yet. Did y'all remember the movie? Did y'all go see the movie when it came out about three years ago? I I didn't see it then either. Okay. I, I haven't seen the movie yet. I, I think I have the DVD, but I have not watched it yet. Okay. Well, the, the what, well now, dear black, now? dear black people now is like a. <laughs> I love the roving camera too, Law. This is this is a treat for our our video, <laughs> our, our our video podcast potters. But uh, but that I, was I feel it. like the Spike Lee. <laughs> yes, take us on that walk, Malcolm. <laughs> Hashtag our first cultural cul-de-sac. All right, uh, but no. The, so, dear black people, it's basically it's, so it's a TV um, series. Uh, it's a TV version of the movie, which I was a little skeptical about. I mean, but it's it's they're only half hour. You can you can crush all ten in like five hours. I actually did two one night, and then I just blasted like the last eight. It is fucking addictive and good and fun, and the writing is insane. And and I like to think of it as like. Um, Veep goes to college, but with black people, it is it is really really funny. And I I, I mean like you should if you guys go to my uh, Twitter timeline on last Saturday night, it's just like all or Friday nights like all you know dear white people quotes, especially this Coca. This one this um let me see if I can look her up and do a screen share real quick. Her name is uh, Antoinette Robertson. I think she's fairly new. She's done some some bit parts of some other shows, but she I mean, she plays uh, this, this uh, girl named Coco who like comes from, I think, Detroit, so it's kind of a rough background, but she's chosen a side. She's like, I'm going to sell out to the highest of my sell activity, and it's because I don't want to end up like, you know, dead or stupid like a bunch of these other black people, and she really kind of owns, you know, being uh <laughs> it's funny the first time we see her uh she she's with like her her uh, white sorority sisters and um sam the main character calls her coco and the marshmallows and i just thought that was perfect just perfect <laughs> so so this is the part where we get everybody to start drinking because i'm gonna have to tell you a little about being a dad where we don't have a twitter timeline on the friday talking about <laughs> A TV show. Uh, in fact, if you check my Twitter timeline, there is no Twitter timeline. Is uh, we pass out exhausted? Exactly. I'm happy to just watch like 30 minutes of ESPN or something, and I'm pretty good on a Friday night, not eight hours of TV shows. You know, and, and I'm here to, to say, absorb all that content for you, all right? I have to say, Friday nights is all about catching up on Scandal and Grey's Anatomy with my wife. That's what my Friday nights consist of. Scandal, yeah, you can't you can't be too far behind on that because people on Twitter will ruin it for you. <laughs> we Once will again, definitely whatever, ruin it for you. Twitter doesn't come around. 
There she is. So I'm, I'm screen sharing right now. Antoinette Robertson. Good looking young lady. And she kills it as Coco and the marshmallows. <laughs> Dear white people, it was, it, I, I really enjoyed myself. That was a good one. Um, okay, so what else am I watching? Uh, oh, American Gods. Have you all heard about that one? I did actually see that on Sunday. Oh, lead, lead the way, Lance. What do you think of it, Eldo? Uh, I don't know what I saw. I watched it, and I think I watched it probably at least one and a half times. Okay. And uh, I still don't know what I saw. It was interesting. I guess there's a bunch of people I recognize from other movies in there. Uh, but I'm not sure if I maybe I feel like I missed something, even though I'm pretty sure I didn't. And I still don't know what I saw in the entire movies, entire shows. So I'm going to have to keep watching it because it was, it was interesting. But I have no idea where it's going yet. I think that's pretty accurate. What about you? Well, I mean, you only have, but you probably were asleep back by then, huh? I mean, it's not scandal, so you didn't see it, right? <laughs> that, that, that's fair. I'm not even. I'm not, I'm not even throwing shade. I'm not even throwing shade. I I respect the grind. I respect the hustle. Yes, I I I saw it. I just finished watching it um, this afternoon, and it's. I'm I'm with I'm with L Dub on that one. I'm not quite sure what I saw. It's kind of entertaining. It's very stylistic. You can get me some pretty pictures sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I fall for the cinematography. I caught my eye. I was like, okay, I'll watch this for five minutes. It looks at least it looks good. I don't know, I don't know what it was, but yeah, and and you know, and it's Ian McShane, you know, Deadwood dude. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm gonna give it a few episodes. And also, I love the the creator, the the co-creator behind it. This dude named Brian Fuller. He did Pushing Daisies, which I thought was just totally underrated. No one, I mean, they got like about two seasons, two, two and a half seasons, whatever. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give them a few episodes. It's only, it looks like it's only eight episodes. So it, even if it's totally confusing, I'm, I think I'm gonna hang with it. This isn't a case of like, like Legion, which was on FX where I, I mean, I was excited for it. Didn't understand what I was watching, like L-Dub said, and I just tapped out by episode four. Now this one seems interesting. I might hang with this one. Is it like Heroes or no? Like that old NBC... <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo L, so I, L, do you remember? I, it you was remember? not. It's it's. I didn't watch a lot of heroes. I think I maybe saw a couple of episodes. It was not like that. Okay. Um, I think I don't know. It, I would put it maybe in the same category as Legion. I saw a little bit of that, but by the time I got to it, all the reviews were pretty bad. So then I just decided not to watch the rest of it. <laughs> so okay. I just saw the preview. That's what my daughter was scared of when a woman was walking with no arm. Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't watch that. <laughs> yeah, like no. Uh, so so L, do you? I'm not sure you remember. She was only there for about a year or so. Her uh, it was a classmate, or she was actually a year behind us at a lakeside. Her name was Mira Schreiber. Do you remember her? Tall, kind of skinny, uh, blonde girl. Uh, Probably no, not. I don't remember. <laughs> so so I used to carpool with her or something. Uh, like I, or yeah, so I was a senior, I guess. She was a junior, maybe. Uh, I used to carpool with her for a little bit, and I'd take her little brother with her sometimes. And her little brother grew up to be Pablo Schreiber, this crazy looking dude with the hair, um, who you've seen in like everything. He's just blowing up. He was um he was porn stash in Orange Is the New Black. That's her. That's her little brother, and also half brother of um, Liev Schreiber, the guy who's like is the voice of um, all the HBO boxing stuff and is on everything. Like they're they're like a talented right. theater family. So that's like her her younger brother Pablo, the guy, the the leprechaun guy in uh, American right. Gods. So that yeah, is I our. Apologize for not knowing hardly any of the new movies that are out or uh, TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you I'm know so you're playing the game. You're probably a little bit more aware than most people. Okay. On Channel Two with the Men in the Gray Suit. Uh, 
not Nick of Time. Timeless? No, that's no, no. With oh, with a uh, what's with a uh, with the uh, cookie? Oh, Cookie's Empire! Cookie. Yeah, yeah. That's no, no, not Empire. No, no. taking oh. it way back. <laughs> cookie. <laughs> is it, is it yeah, she was a she was a police officer with the man. Oh, great! Oh, okay, you, person you, of you think a person of interest. Person oh, of interest. oh, yeah. So Taraji. Okay, the actress who played Cookie. Okay, yes. yes. Was, yeah, don't no. don't ask me how I knew that, but it was that's this. That's the <laughs> that was a good show. Me. I like per, I like person of interest. <laughs> now that, that was, was a good show. show. That, that's. Well, that's when I go back to yeah. And uh, you know he's from the crib. Uh, Jim Caviezel, he's a few years older than us, but he he's from the Seattle area or something. So absolutely, uh, you don't you don't keep up with <laughs> Seattle like I do. I, I, I don't. I don't remember unless uh, unless we uh, you know unless I remember from back in '93. It's uh, my memory has faded from since then. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now if I can find oh there it is. Uh, okay, so let's go to so all right, so that's that's actually a good segue, uh, Law. So what what are you guys watch? So we already know we've already stepped with Law that he's watching Scandal on Friday. What what other uh, things are you guys watching? Hmm. Movie, movies or at home, whatever. Uh, what am I watching right now? Uh, I just started watching uh, the third season of Bosch on Amazon. Oh, is that good? Uh, I like it. The first two seasons are really good. Uh, it's got like half the cast, The Wire in it. <laughs> I uh, saw Marlo's on there. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm rewatching The it's, Wire I'm on season four. I'm, it's Marlo time. Yeah, it's it's got a mix of the like le- extras from The Wire and The Shield in it, and the writing is really good. And so I'm in. Okay. Um, so I've been watching that uh, recently. Um, I'm trying to think what else did I see. Uh, the Get Down. I haven't made it all the way through season two yet, but I watched season one. That was good on Netflix. Um, oh, get Down what's up. Um, and then what else did I watch? Uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. And oh man, I, I I'm stuck on like episode eleven on on Iron Fist. It's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> you, it, you it like got it? bad. No, it got bad about that point, but I was already invested, so I figured I'd get to the end of it. See what happens. I'm gonna try, man. I'm gonna try. <laughs> what, what about you, Law? Anything else outside Scandal you've been watching? So we know uh, you've seen Beauty and the Beast and Scandal. Wire, what, what's your, what's something else? Wire, uh, my buddy got me the uh, the set to see the off seasons. Oh, of the Wire. Oh man, that's oh yeah. That's, when they're in the school that, system, that's like that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm, I'm on I'm on episode four, season four. I we're I'm rewatching it with a newbie. It's been interesting. Ridiculous. <laughs> yes. So that and uh, looking through the DVR, that's really a scandal in uh, the news. I, I get caught up in uh, CNN and Fox, so I try not to do that too much. But yeah, I know the news will stress you out. <laughs> All right, well, well, cool. Well, you know, there's no transition tracks. So we'll just clap for ourselves. Yes, next segment. <laughs> I'm really hurting without my effects. You get a real taste of the podcast. Go, go look at any of the other like you know whole numbered episodes, and we got like effects and zingers, and it's a lot of fun. I don't, I'm a little bit lost. Let's yeah, see that's, right that's nothing. Thanks. I'm used to this. You know, we don't get much of that. <laughs> oh lord all right so so the topic of this podcast is our top our, is top three family movies now the rules are person names a family family film explains why it's in their top three or whatever we alternate picks 
once a movie's plucked, you know, once movies is mentioned, it's taken out of play. So we both can't say, well, I'm not gonna give away my my movies, but you both can't say the same movie. Once it's picked, it's already, it's it's out of the system. It's like a draft. And and then uh and then once uh we go through all three, that'll be the end of the of the segment. And I will let the dad with most kids go first. So you guys you guys both have two and two, huh? I have a I have an eligibility question because <laughs> you have a stepdaughter. <laughs> no, I have an eligibility question about the movies. Does it have to be a a family movie that the family liked, or a family movie that the kids liked and the parents put up with? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it could be either. I'll leave that open. Uh, does that have, have to be animated? Does this have to be a Disney something? As long as it tangentially qualifies as the family film, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. All right. And I'll, and I'll try to keep up with the screen share on IMDb to show our our, our few viewers <laughs> uh, what we're talking about. So so I will so actually, so actually we'll you know since both y'all have um since both y'all have two kids let's do I'm well yeah I just can't see so I'll, I'll, let, I'll let the uh, I'll let Lawton go first. Okay, so what what you got, La? Okay, I'll, I'll defer, but okay. Uh, <laughs> should I go with my best one or my my worst one? Well, if you're afraid, I'm going to say it and take it out of play. You better you know, okay. smoke them if you got them. <laughs> One of my absolute favorite family movies is Aquila and the Bee. We just watched it. Oh, that's a good one. All right, so, so expound on that as I screen share this with the people. So, Go ahead, Aquila and the Bee. The I chose Aquila and the Bee. Number one, my daughter was in the uh, spelling bee, and we watched that show constantly to kind of, that movie to kind of get her prepped for what to expect. Um, you got Lawrence Fishburne, who... He had that same type of personality he had in, uh, wasn't he in uh, Minnesota Society? Yeah, yeah, no, Furious Styles. <laughs> in Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood, thank you. Oh, boy, sorry, yeah, Boys in the Hood. But, oh, man, I mean, just the fact that she's competing, you got, you got Angela um, Bassett, I mean, look at the cast, you got my boy from The Wire that's in there, too. I was about to say, Julita McCullough, uh, a name on Bryce, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, I got a little bit of something here, here. But no, it's just a real great feel-good movie. You know, it's just family. It's it's not about you know. You got the, the gangsters that are helping her also in the in the streets. It, it just it was a, a great movie. So that's my. Oh, that's pretty good. That, that's that's good selection. I I, I approve. <laughs> All right. So what do you got, L? So Akila and the Bee is out of rotation. What you got? All right. I'm gonna lead off with my first one. I'm gonna caveat this by saying uh, this list was developed by my eight-year-old uh, young oh. lady uh, as her recommendations yeah, no. that I need to talk about today. All right. Excellent. So, so, so the first one on my list is Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Your eight-year-old is savage. I love it. All right. So what's going on? No, that was a good movie. No, no, I don't. I mean, I guess it's kind of a family. <laughs> number one we love the we love all the marvel movies in our household so we all go watch them in the theater and when they come on tv every other every single time okay uh, fair enough. number 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 two it's got uh, oh, 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 say save it save it save it you know, you, you go one you you explain no, a little bit okay. okay. i was going to give you yeah. some more details as to why oh okay so, sorry go ahead go ahead i didn't want you to ruin your own list go for it uh, no i got more uh <laughs> you know we 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 probably seen guardians of the galaxy maybe 20 times at least um you know Dang. the Motown, the Motown uh, soundtrack is a big True. hit amongst all of us in the in the house. Uh, space female superheroes are big in, with the kids for sure, okay. and sure. Uh, and uh, you know that's a winner every time. That's uh, that's uh, rewatchable every time it comes on HBO or whatever channel. It's like oh, let's stop and watch the last twenty minutes of that. 
<laughs> interesting okay all right. all right that's that's interesting that that kind of threw me off a little uh so i guess most of my picks are safe because i see your eight-year-old has a very unique sense of style um all right so mine is going my first one uh you know what i'll, I'll take it off the board because i think nostalgia wise you guys might actually pick it. i'm gonna go with the parent trap as in the first one like the original wow <laughs> Not Jamie Lee Curtis. What's that? Not Jamie Lee Curtis. Not that one. No, that, that one was okay. I mean, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan is charming <laughs> and stuff. But I, I remember this one. I remember it was like replayed all the time on TV and stuff. Haley Mills, you know, she was, you know, she was cute and there, and she was very like you know spunky and stuff. And I just, I, I really liked it. I thought it was. I mean, you know, the hairstyles and stuff were really crazy and, and not you know, all that. but you know, it, it was the original. I I arrived the original. I, I enjoyed it and. And, and yes, I've got some. I've got some love also for, I guess, the the one with Lindsay Lohan too. That one did its thing. But yeah, the original Parent Trap. It's it's cute. The twins switching places, all that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, that's right. Yeah, teenage twin. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I got I got confused with the, with the body switching one, which I'm sure might actually come up on this list later. So mine was the Parent Trap. All right, Law number two. Go for it. Okay, so number two, I have a picture. See if you guys can figure this out. Let's see if this works. Oh, hold up, hold up. Let me let me get self screen share. Hold up. Tell me if you're ready. Okay, go for it. Are you able to see the picture? Yep. So, obviously, that is the princess and the frog. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I see it. So yeah, <laughs> that was back in 2009 when uh, it came out. My daughter, forever, we finally had a black Disney princess, um, which just thrilled her to death. So did us. So did us. Yeah, we were thrilled also. Oh and wow! Yeah. And uh, she treats him like a frog anyway, so it kind of worked <laughs> out. But it was just a in New Orleans and just the strong connection to family and uh, la la trivier. La Cuvier, la Cuvier. <laughs> can't say it, but uh, and Mama Odie, just that, that movie had so many different aspects of, of our lives and family and history. So uh, that was one of our, our top favorite movies. And we watched that movie at least at least once every two, three months. So. <laughs> That's really sweet. Uh, have, did, have you guys seen Princess and the Frog, Lance? Oh, of course. We've seen it many, many times over as well, too. So that was like definitely a uh, household favorite. Okay, that's uh, I mean, go ahead, go ahead, L. Uh, La. Yeah, I had to, so I had to pull out the picture that, but that's uh, that's one of our household favorites. I mean, yeah, that's okay. One of the well played, ones. well played. What about you, Elda? What's your what's your next one? So my next one is sort of I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit and uh, give you sort of a two for one. Uh, <laughs> Because you know we like to bend the rules around here. Go for it. Sure. So it's it's the Lego Movie and the Batman Lego Movie. Ooh. Oh, that's a good answer. Did, did, did you take one off your board, Law? <laughs> good answer. Did you take did you take one off the board for you, Law? Were you were you planning on that one? Uh, no, but it was it was it was up in rotation. Also brought to us by you know our fellow classmate Chris Miller and of the Lord Miller team, uh, Lego Bat. The, well, actually, well, the first one I think was was Lord Miller. The second one I think yeah. there's producers on it. 
Correct. Yeah, no, both both of them are just you know instant classics in our family. You know, we uh, all like those. The first one, I think, a little bit more than the Batman Lego one. But uh, sure. you know, uh, again, the superheroes are a big theme in our household. Uh, Legos are a big theme. You know, my daughter loves to build with Legos and read all the comic books and everything else. So to uh, be able to go to the movies and you know watch that stuff at home is uh, just sort of wraps it all up together. We've uh, had our, our uh, past probably six months worth of lego batman adventures in our house just to as before and after the movie came out absolutely yeah that's that's good i'm I'm sure just as far as product placement goes the ultimate product placement movie of all time (laughs) Uh, yeah i mean the yeah the products come out like about six months before the movie comes out then you go see the movie for two hours and you got another six months worth of toys and things to play with and stuff to buy (laughs) (laughs) they've already solved christmas for you it's awesome (laughs) exactly halloween costumes for next year every you name it it's already covered so (laughs) sweet uh okay so my second one and i'm shocked this one went through two rounds of being plucked but i'm gonna take it anyway finding nemo yes What I mean, not just a f- favorite family movie. It's one of the favorite movies of all time. It's an all-time classic. It might be a top tenner. I mean, it makes you cry almost. It's an amazing movie. The clownfish who you know can't remember anything, and it's just ah, oh, it's just it's just really great. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, you can't go wrong with any of the Disney Pixar movies. All of them are uh, are really good. Pretty much. I mean, Dory was yeah, Dory's awesome. Oh no, sorry, the clown, clownfish, and then Dory who can't remember anything. And finding Dory was excellent too. Although I'm not gonna steal that. I'll just leave that out there. But uh, Finding Nemo was the one that kicked it off. And every time I watch it, I mean, just it, it, it is. I mean, the animation is beautiful and stuff. But it's just such a great story and just the whole, you know, the the, the bonds and so what we'll do for family. I mean, obviously y'all would know more than I do. Y'all have procreated, but I mean, yeah, it's that bond of family. Oh, I love it so strong. <laughs> All right, so all right, Law. What's your last one? Top. This is the third of your top three. Because there's there's so many. Like there's a lot of honorable mentions that I can bring up. Um, I can go back in the day, but if if I'm this thing came out a year ago around the holidays, and I'm going to use the original, but my daughter watched it until it got somehow taken off the DVD. I think I I deleted it. But it's the the Wizard of Oz. I mean, pardon me, not the Wizard of Oz, but it's um, uh, the Wiz. The Wiz. The Wiz. Okay, the Wiz. Wiz. The Wiz. Yes. He's on the. Oh yes. We actually got the original for her to to watch um, because she enjoyed the one with um, that they did on NBC last year. Yeah, that uh, that just missed the top three on my end. That's a big hit in our house as well, too. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. My daughter absolutely loved it. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's that's that's, uh, <laughs> that's one of my that's one of my wife's favorite movies. She watches it all the time. My daughter watches it all the time. Mm-hmm. All the soundtrack. I think we have that in the car. We have all of the above for that. Yes, and I think that's officially what um uh on the. The W. Kamau Bell podcast, Denzel Washington is greatest actor of all time, period. I think that's exactly what they would call black people homework. Like this is you have to have seen the Wiz to, you know, to to know your 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 black culture, like straight up. It was <laughs> And they used to play it on TV yeah, all the time. Like, you know. It, it still comes on. It, it's like every every holiday on D T or VH one or one of those channels. It's on like every other day. <laughs> Okay, the Wiz, 1978 classic. Fair enough. Uh, all right, so what, what are you going to round yours out with, uh, LDEM? 
so my, my third one is uh, a sort of a, a new sentimental favorite, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Really? Those are good? I don't know if you got uh, the movie's okay, but what's uh, what's important about the that movie, particularly in our house, it was the first set of books that my daughter started to read on her own. Oh. We go to the bookstore, she gets all the books, you know, about half a dozen of them now, she reads them, and when the movie came out, oh, I gotta go see the movie and watch that, it was making the transition for, like, I really like to read now, and, uh, and oh. so that, that, that book, that movie started it off. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Have you seen the 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 Wimpy Kid series uh, lag? You or your daughter? Oh yes. Yeah, my, my son's reading it. Now. Well, I think my son's reading them now. Yeah, we we like I said, I think we have about six of the books at the moment, and uh, the new movie's coming out. I guess sometime in the next couple months or whatever it is, and uh, so I'm sure we'll be going to see that one too. <laughs> Oh, man. So I kind of wonder. So now, actually, I have an eligibility question myself. So I wonder if a family film can be one that you saw as a kid and loved as a kid or if or if it it's like needs to be like a family movie. I, I guess I'm questioning my own criteria right now because. Yeah. 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 We, if we go back to things I saw as a kid, that's a whole different list of yeah, <laughs> movies. Yeah, that was I have all these cartoons growing up. And, and just because they have kids doesn't necessarily mean it's a family movie. Right. So hmm. yeah, I, I could uh, I could uh, I could uh, share a story of uh, movies my father used to take me to when I was like ten years old that uh, uh, probably were not family movies, but uh, I saw Harlem so, in the theater. Thanks, Claudette. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I I would wager that I have all three of all two of you beat. I went to see a double feature of Terminator and Chuck Norris: Code of Silence for my tenth birthday at a late night midnight show downtown <laughs> Seattle at the Cinerama Theater. <laughs> wow, that, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, so you can't you can't top that for a ten year old kid getting to stay up all night long with his dad and you know watch action movies and stuff like that. That was the best. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, okay. All right, I've decided this. So I want to do the Goonies because that's just you know mm, great fun. Wow. But uh, it's a little. It might be a little light on the family side and it's kind of scary in places. More of an adventure than per se a family movie. But I got one for you. I got one for you. Ah, love this one. Lilo and Stitch. The original. There's I think. Yeah, yeah there's like the spin off. There's like a set. There's a there's a oh, yeah. uh, part two or something. Mm-hmm. It's not that's not a like all the remake. Like, Simba's Pride and all that stuff. Lilo yeah. and Stitch. You don't remember Lilo and Stitch? Oh, we've seen it. That's not that's we've seen it. Uh, that's oh, yeah. a one yeah, Awesome! I loved Lilo. It's the new alien who didn't have any cops in the family, and he became family with this lonely little girl who was so bossy and really particular. Yeah. It was so cute. Yeah, that's on the list of movies that uh, I'm looking forward to taking a nap in the theater on. Oh! Um, <laughs> it's like, well, I can at least get an hour nap in while this is going. Leave for the leave for the the, the batch with no kids to pick the least accepted of the family movies. Fair enough, though. But I, I really enjoyed this movie. It, you know, just like the just like it says here in the picture, funny, sassy, and original. It was I I 
honestly, I mean, it, it's it's old school animation. It's not like the fancy, super smooth Pixar graphics. It's like old school hand drawn animation. Probably one of the last ones that they were that they've done really. And I just, I mean, it's just so good. I really enjoy. It. And then by and by the end of that movie, you know, he, you know, the little badass alien does become a functioning member of of not society, but the family. And I just really enjoy it. It's and Hawaiian culture, you know, it's, ah, I love it. It's great. So, so speaking of old school animation, I want to throw out one more for uh, that didn't make the cut on my end, but that's a, a heavy favorite in our household. Okay. Uh, Coraline. Oh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> okay, you know what? Your your daughter is very is very 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 interesting. She likes she has a particular brand of family film. It's, I mean, this is like a like kind of darker looking one, isn't it? I never saw it, but it looks. It, it, it is. It's a, it's, uh, it's Tim Burton. It, it is a little bit darker, but uh, you know, it's uh, as you can see, the theme is you know, girl, uh, girl heroes, and you know, lead oh, characters and things like that. And uh, you know, I like it. I think it's really good, just from like an animation sort of perspective, etc. Mm -hmm. Just the technology they used to make it. So that's really good, I think, as well too. So. Okay, no, that makes sense. Uh, otherwise, like, okay, yeah, I mean, she's got buttons for oh, that's not what I want. She has buttons for eyes. That's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the cool thing is that before I was about to do the podcast, I was talking to Melanie because we were like, okay, what kind of film are we talking like? Because I had two other films in mind, mm -hmm. but they're not like my kids' family films. Like, it's kind of what you were saying, Lance. It's like uh, like the five heartbeats. Like to to me, that's like man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> family, that's not, yeah, that's not a family film at all. <laughs> but I like where your head's at, though. <laughs> what, I mean, a family was... of singers? Mm, yeah, like, in the beginning, how they start the record and company, and they're all together. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that was it. That yeah, or... I think, I, I, anything that the family all likes together, I think that counts. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, so and all right, so uh, do we like to do a little you know ten second sound bite, rapid fire round, just you know topical stuff from pop culture, what's going on today? You have ten seconds to answer. I will be you know checking my stopwatch. We'll go left to right, start with you, L Dub. New Netflix trailer for House of Cards. Are you part of One Nation Underwood? No, I, I have not been on House of Cards yet. I'm I'm not. It's kind of too late in the game for me to get in. It's, I, once I miss the beginning, I'm just, I pass. Oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. You check it out, for real. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Law? House of Cards. Uh, uh, I'm not playing with a full deck. <laughs> okay. And for me, I, I can't wait. I mean, the trailer, it, it, wasn't, as, it wasn't as sizzling as, as trailers in the, in, of seasons in the past, but I can't wait for it because the guy that, well, he's no longer on the show. He's no longer showrunner, but the creator of House of Cards is super political. He's really bent about this whole Trump thing. So I'm very interested to see, you know, what kind of like, you know, um, you know, uh, morality plays they play out in the season of House Cards, and it's just—I mean, it, you can't—I mean, now truth is stranger than fiction, so it'll be very interesting to see how they deal with our 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 uh, post Obama America. Uh, okay, Prison Break, Lance, have you ever been watching Prison Break, and are you watching it now? Uh, I watched the original version on Fox, whatever that was, ten years ago. Uh, okay. Didn't like that. Didn't like that one. Not interested for the new one. What? No. Okay. No. All right. What about you, Law? I'm with Lance on that one. I saw when it came on before 24, but after that, nope. Well, yeah, and yeah, I was a fan of the first one, but I like the new. I mean, the new one's interesting. They set in Yemen. I mean, it, you know. It,
you know, war torn, you know, country and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, and, and you know, Michael's posing as like a an international terrorist and some shit. You know, it's, it's, it's I don't know. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> Does that make me bad? Is that, am I wrong? <laughs> I kind of like it. All right. So, um, so what about so what about the what's the trashiest show you've been, you've been watching lately? Like, what's what's one that you'd be embarrassed to tell you know your people? <laughs> Lance, Elda. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that I'm embarrassed, but I would uh, say I think the new version of 24 uh, <laughs> is something that we watch. Uh, it's kind of disposable. I, I agree. It's kind of disposable. I would readily admit is not the world's being Dr. Dre saved the world. So, you know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. What about you, Lag? Oh, do I have to say? Yeah. I'm going to say mine. Uh, <laughs> show me show me yours. I'll show you mine. Uh Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. <laughs> That's pretty ratchet. Well done. So, so is it is it one that you watch voluntarily? Is it one that Melanie, watch, your wife, makes no, you watch? She, she, even, she won't even think about watching that stuff. <laughs> That's right. You gotta kick your coverage with your wife. She definitely is classy. <laughs> And mine would yeah. be uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. I mean, mostly because if if it's Real Housewives and got black people on, I'm probably gonna watch. I just don't know what it is. I watch Atlanta. That the Atlanta reunion is pretty ratchet. It's like four parts, so bad. Anything that starts with the word the real something of something, <laughs> please press skip on that. <laughs> That's right. L's got standards over there in Long Beach. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. All right. And oh, and also, okay. So we already know the answer to this question, uh, Lance. Last one on the soundbite. Seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two this weekend. It, it, it's not even a question for you, Lance. It's how many times. <laughs> uh, yes, and yes, we will definitely see it sometime before between now and you know Monday morning. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly where we're going to fit it in, but no question, we'll definitely see that. There you go. Uh, uh, Lag. What about you? Uh, we might go see it, but it probably won't be till by the end of the month. Oh wow! Okay. Well, yeah, like I said, it's it's not in that scandal Friday night rotation, you know. I hear, and also the crowd's gonna be super thick. Estimated 150 million dollar opening this weekend. Definitely, you're gonna want a headliner from that. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. We're about to do the, the shot list next. But um, but yeah, and obviously I'm gonna see it. It is obviously my post lock um. A movie. So what I like to do, uh, Lance, is that uh, after the game runs, gets off smoothly at 10 p.m. Pacific time on on a Thursday, I usually you know you know hustle buns up to North Las Vegas, get into the D box theater, the, the one of the D box seats, one that kind of move all around and stuff, and see whatever action movies is out. And this week's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy. I just bought my ticket today. 3D D box. Explosions, movement, it's gonna be it's gonna be you know coming out coming out at, at your face, it's gonna be excellent. I can't wait. Uh I'm not hundred percent sold on all the three D, four D stuff. That's so uh <laughs> uh we every now and then we'll go see a three D movie, but the the regular movies are still pretty okay with me. I definitely four D. I think we've done one of those maybe, and I was like, wait a minute, what are we doing here? It's a little smoke coming out of the side of the chairs. Whoa, 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 stuff. 4D. I haven't done 4D. That's the one with like with like smoke and like, you know, atmosphere yeah. and stuff. That's you crazy. get like little like mist in the air and different things. I was like, this is not exactly how I want to enjoy my movies. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. I, I haven't done 4D. That's that's um, we don't, I don't think we have one out here in Vegas. Well, but we do have a couple theaters that do the what's called D box, where they move your seat to the action in the movie. And actually, what the first I think the first D box movie I saw was the original Guardians of the Galaxy, and, and it really tripped me out. Like when when their their ship banked to the left, like your whole seat would tilt to the left. Mm. It was awesome. <laughs> it was it was something else. I, I was I'm very I'm very excited about that. So definitely um, make sure to if you check it out in uh in D box you get a chance or any action movie. The, the ultimate D box movies have been uh, Kong Skull Island. That shit was like a roller coaster. Like it was just moving, you know, nonstop. And then of course, Fade the Furious was just bananas, just bananas in D box. See, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a half of a, a dad cue right here. See, when you get older and you have kids, you don't go to the the 4D movies that move around like Fate of the Furious. You go to the IMAX theater and watch like the Grand Canyon movie. That's about as close as you get to like that type of uh, activity. Ah, okay, all right, I'll, I'll file that away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's getting late for me, but you know, you never know. Hope springs eternal. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's clap it up for ourselves. No, la- no soundtrack. End of that segment. <laughs> Headed to and and law. I know you're. You might be short on time. Can you stick with us to the shot list, or you got to bounce? Uh, I can do the shot list real quick. They're coming up right now. Yeah, right now. Excellent. All right, good. So, uh, what is Cinema Draft for uh, newbies to the podcast? It is the fancy sports version of the movies. Instead of drafting athletes from teams. You're drafting actors for movies and how their movies perform at the North American box office will earn you points for your call sheet of actors while competing against others for fun and prizes. You draft 10 actors who are assigned a dollar value salary. You have a $10,000 budget to try to try to draft all 10. You must have 10 actors, no more, no less. We have three release types of movies, wide release, 2,000 screens and up, limited release between 2,500 screens and platform release, which is 500 screens and lower. And you must draft at least one actor from each of the three release types. You have headliners, two headliners per movie. Uh, and headliners points are 40% more. For example, if Suicide Squad earns 100 million at the box office with one point per million in wide release per actor, then Margot Robbie would get 100 points while Will Smith would get 140 points. It is free to play. We have over $200 in prizes this week, plus a $25 bonus to the highest scoring call sheet. We did have someone beat my sheet. If I have the highest scoring call sheet of the week, then we roll the bonus into the next week. We actually had a tie. We had two people win what was uh, – it was rolled up to $50 last week. Excellent in Michael Volante. Congratulations again, being call sheet of the week. They split the $50 prize. Uh, and they nailed Latin Lover. That really kind of threw me off. The How to be a Latin Lover crushed the box house last weekend, so congratulations to them. So, yeah, so if you have the best call sheet of the week and it is better than mine, you will get a $25 bonus uh, in addition to your other winnings, we are open and live to play, and let's roll into the shot list. All right, let me share my screen real quick so you can see our, so you can see the grid view of our talent pool this week. So, of course, what do you, what's the, what's the first, what's what's your first act you're gonna get this week for your call sheet law? What, what are you gonna get? Who are you gonna get? Um, anybody from Guardian of the Galaxies. No, any headliner from Guardian Galaxy. <laughs> Close, but, very, but you know, absolutely. You're gonna get. You don't want to get a headliner from Guardian of the Galaxy. You want to get your your most likely if you want to save some money. Zoe Saldana, thirty-seven thousand three hundred. She is our second highest uh, 
a salaried actor on the slate, and you just got to do it, man. It's going to be probably anywhere between 120 to 150 million dollar open. Just you know, it's like just like paying your taxes. Do it and, and, and keep it moving. But I think uh, another movie you're going to want to explore a little bit, especially if it stays in platform release, because this sucker just killed, just just shook everybody up, is. Bahu, I can't. Let me, uh, the Indian movie, <laughs> Bahu Bali Two: The Conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, you, now, it's funny. I don't know if you're part of a group chat. If you're not, you should definitely get with us. We're always talking strategy, always help each other out and stuff. And I had no idea this movie was coming. I usually make the talent pools on Sunday afternoon after the weekend estimates come in, and I had never even heard of Bahu Bali the week before it came out, and it seemed like it popped up out of nowhere. Just, just to give you an idea, this sucker, it, it was on 425 screens. This bitch, <laughs> 10 million at 24,000 per screen on 425 screens. Do you, how many points is that in platform release law? <laughs> uh, 100 and something. Yes! <laughs> It might be a platform record. It would be 103.54 points per actor if you had Bahu Bali playing last weekend. So obviously he's not going to do that much. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it's crazy, right? Since I obviously going to do that much this weekend, even if you assume it's going to drop by half, and it's if it stays in platform, it stays under at 500 screens or less, I mean, there is a case to be made to totally, even fading Guardians of the Galaxy, just stack Bahu Bali, just do a max stack at eight. If you can afford it, and then keep it moving, because if you can get even, if you can get another like 55 points out of this, if it does like five million next weekend, and you can get 55 million off of you know platform release or 55 points off platform release, I mean, and then as a headliner, what's that like? Bad at math, doing t- calculator, 77 points per headliner. Cheese, Clay <laughs> Davis. Cheese. So yeah, I'm I'm looking out for a headliner from Bahu Bali, um, the Prabus. Or Rana Dagubati. Uh, hope I didn't butcher that. Okay, you have to you have to get all the names right on that one. <laughs> you know, for real. You know, I just like to call them the Indian movie. We always have the Indian movie that breaks out the first two weeks. So the Indian movie. TM. Uh, also, co-starring. These are some values you will want to look out for this weekend. And you know, the the movie of the moment had to be a Latin lover. It's Latin what lover. pretty much. Yeah, it's what decided. You know the. Uh, the feature presentation and actually all the contests this past weekend, it broke out the box also with. Do you think have a strong showing again this week? Uh, well, so usually movies drop by about fifty percent second weekend, so I think it's gonna be fine. I think you'll get like six or seven million out of it, which is still, I mean, what's that? Fourteen, you know, fourteen points, twenty points for the headliner. It it, it might be worth it. Uh, it's that just took us all by surprise. Uh, I'll tell you this: the, based on the, the the sample size of one movie theater I went to last weekend, it was playing on like six screens, and there was a line all over the place to see that movie. So I don't think it's gonna drop dramatically in one week. Wow, that is banana because it looks so cheesy, doesn't it? Like, I've seen, look, I see all, I see pretty much most of the marketing out there for movies, and I just, I'm like, oh, this looks really cheesy. It's definitely what we like to call a 3F, a foreign-focused film, but it's got like all this crossover appeal with all these, you know, Caucasian actors and, and bigger name actors, like Rob Lowe's in it. You know, like randomly like the, the director is the guy is this guy who used to work on um the show called party down and he's been like a you know a comic actor for like decades he's kind of called in all his favors and it's paid off because this sucker <laughs> i mean 12 million wow that's that's like you know a multiple of like 10 times what you normally see uh you know a movie that is uh, a 3f so yeah i think it's got some juice it's why well, it's a co-star get you some salma hayek 
Uh, I think, yeah, she's uh, the cheaper of the two headliners, 12000 I did price it up. I underestimated it last, uh, last week. I, I, I priced it up by another 5000 per actor because, you know, if – if it is not joined by an expansion of Bahubali, then this is definitely the movie to get in the limited release category. Uh, and don't, and, and uh, don't underestimate. It's a date night movie. So, oh, you know. okay. So do you, you, you think it can probably do maybe about $7 million this weekend, uh, uh, L-Dub? I'm, I'm sure at least something in that range. I mean, it's, I would, it, like I said, from what I saw, it was like, oh, Friday night, Saturday night. Hey, let's go out to see that movie. Bring your date, bring your wife, bring your whatever, and you know that's gonna have some run on it. So, hey, let's let's get this man a let's get this man a call sheet. We gotta get you signed up, uh, El Dev. <laughs> he looks like <laughs> you know, he got inside inside info that I'm missing out on over here. Look, I've told you before, I prefer my gambling to be live and in person with money that I can touch in the middle of the night. That's the way I like to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> free to play, free to play. <laughs> Give away money over here. Uh, all right, Steve Buscemi, Boss Baby. This still might have a little more bounce to the ounce to it. It seems like it's it's consistently in the eight or nine million range. Recently. Yeah, actually, it's all the way down here. It's been out for so long. Look at it. Boss Baby. There we go. Steve Buscemi. Uh, you know, 8,300. It might be some value there. If you can get, what did you do last weekend? Did 9 million. Look, it's only dropping 26%. That's amazing. So 2,500 per screen, pretty healthy average. Yeah, they could probably do another 6 or 7 million. If you're looking for, you know, a cheap source of 7 or 8 points, or if you're doing headliner, about, you know, 10, 10 or 11 points. Boss Baby might still be on deck, so definitely take a look at that. Our cutting room floor. Uh, movies we just don't F with anymore. <laughs> Zookeeper's Wife had a good run, but you are That's now cool. officially too wide for your own. Yeah, you remember Zookeeper Wife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember that the first week it came out when when well, this, is, this is a great example of how the game works, uh, L Dub. So so we lock our theater counts. Yeah, whatever it is that, that they are at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Thursday is what it's going to be for the run of the weekend, right? So if it's, if it's a platform release under 500 screens at 6 p.m. on Thursday, that's what it's going to be for the run of our game. Well, it was we locked in like 470-something screens, and then on Friday we wake up and it increased overnight to like 541. And so we got – and so whoever had Zookeeper's Wife, and I think it was largely me. I think I pretty much cleaned up that weekend. I, I was just totally crushed because – people, you know, underestimated. So it had all these extra screens and people who just, you know, slept on it totally got took to the cleaner. So Zookeeper's wife, it's been great. It's been real. <laughs> the summer's coming. No one wants to watch a Holocaust drama. Uh, you know, I think we're out. And then going in style, the Draft Mom sentimental favorite. If either y'all listened to the last uh, Micropod, we starred the Draft Mom. She went in there to discuss. Uh, you know, actually, I was kind of proud of her. The old girl got um, seventh. In this last one, I was very proud of her. The the draft mom playing under the very tricky nom de plume of Claudette Jackson was seventh in this in the rankings. Beat her son, beat the pants off me. Look at her, there she goes. So proud of her. Now here's another question I have. Slight, like Get Out was crazy when it yeah. came out. It 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 was ridiculous. But Slight, how did it really perform last week? It didn't really do well. So slight, and I mean, it, I, I like the premise. Um, 1.7 million, 565 screens. I, honestly, I think if it, had, I wish it had just dropped like 65 screens. If it had platform, I mean, that's 17 points right there. Um, I, it, 3,000 per screen is okay. Uh, I don't think they'll really expand it much this weekend. Maybe it might get up to 600 screens. I, don't, I actually want to see it. That's actually like a midweek, you know, 
get off work early type movie for me. So uh, you have to tell me how it is because I, I would vote not that great based based on the way they're promoting it. Because all mm. they keep saying is from the people who brought you Get Out, they don't actually show you that much of the movie itself, so it must not be that good. <laughs> Lance got inside track on all this marketing stuff. I tell you, yeah, that's 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 a good point. I didn't think about that. But I thought the, well, actually, let's take it real. Let's take it real quick. Um, uh, cold a second with the Rotten Tomatoes because that's also, I mean, not that critics are everything, but as a former movie, you know, critic or reviewer or whatever, you know, I still have a little love for the community. And Slight, what did they do? Let's see, Slight did because I I thought it got it got good reviews, but you know, and it, it, what's really uh, key is Cinema Score. In this game, Cinema Score is everything because you can tell. Like like I saw the Circle. The Circle was my post lock movie last weekend. And it was bad, and I talked about I talked bad about it on the pod Friday morning doing the doing the weekend preview, and it bombed. It had a cinema score D plus. All right, so this is a seventy three percent tomato meter. No oh, audience score is kind of low. That's interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I still want to see it though. It, I'm I'm intrigued. You know, Jacob Lattimore is pretty decent. He had he was pretty good in that Will Smith movie that nobody saw, Collateral Beauty. So I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I'll look forward to seeing that on HBO. There you go. <laughs> awesome. So we, we always do an over-under poll each week, and this week's poll is Guardians of the Galaxy. Over-under, gentlemen. 140 million over-under. What do you think, L-Dub? Uh, I'll go over. All right. And Lag, what do you think? Over-under, 140 million. Definitely over. Definitely over. Oh, and I'm I'm scared. Like I think it will go over, but I mean, every time I've gone over the last three weeks, I've been I've been wrong. So I'm gonna go under, just slightly. Like they'll do like maybe 135, 137. It's still gonna crush though. Results from the last poll last week, we did the circle, and the unders had it. We had it at pegged at 18 million, <laughs> which was wildly overpriced because, as you can see from last weekend, the circle did 9 million and just stuck up the joint. So there you have it. That's so, so I, that's why I'm scared. I'm I'm I'm, I'm due under this week uh not uh for Gardens Galaxy but just slightly, just slightly. All right, so where can you find Cinema Draft, dear listeners? You go to cinemadraft.co, sign up for you to play the free beta. It is free to play, and we do give out real cash money every week via PayPal to the winners. You can also find us on all of our social media accounts. We're on all the major ones, our corporate blogs at Medium. Also, uh, check us out and subscribe via iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And just remember, the you know all of our games start – Thursday night, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Please have all your call sheets in there. Theater counts lock at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Thursday. So if you have call sheets already listed before then, double check to make sure your call sheet is still valid. Also, uh, we end the game roughly around Monday evening. If I'm hand scoring, give me a few hours after you know 4 or 5 p.m. Pacific because I will literally have to hand score every call sheet. It does get okay, to working on this. Um, and also my guests, do you guys have anything to plug as we wrap up? Thank you all for, for being on the, on the podcast. For, first of all, thanks so thanks much. <laughs> Good to see you guys. All right. Nothing to plug, but thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Keep it modest. Uh, what about you lag? Uh, I got to run, but thanks. Bro. E- all right. Well, we'll bring this plane for landing. Thanks everybody for coming and listening. And this week, go see a movie or something.